But for now, let's get our act- other activists on the panel. Uh, Mr. Suleiman Stellenboom, um, representing the Tafelsa Greater Muslims Plain and uh, Cape Town community. Uh, perhaps in just, uh, you know, we're trying to keep these comments short and concise. So um, my humble request to the entire panel, you know, to get these points, uh, you know, as brief as possible so we can have time for comment, as well as, uh, I think, importantly, time to draw to possible solutions for the way forward. So, Mr. Suleiman, uh, your thoughts. Assalamu alaikum. And thank you for the opportunity. Sure. I think it's very important that our listeners out there needs to know the truth. Mm -hmm. Because we've been beat around the bush for quite some time. Mm -hmm. Uh, As an activist fighting the plight of the poor, Mm -hmm. I personally feel it's a direct attack on the poor Mm -hmm. with this high tariff increase. Mm First of all, we ask, we plea, City of Cape Town, to open the tap wide. Mm -hmm. If I say open the tap wide, transparency, Mm -hmm. accountability, and public participation. Mm -hmm. First of all, I've got, I made five points, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to be very short with these five points. Kindly, sure. Right? Implementation of bylaws without public participation mm-hmm. nothing about us without us sure never underestimate the power of the community mm-hmm. if you look in western cape there's pockets of people that are pro- protesting that march onto the civic why they're unhappy mm-hmm. the way the city of cape town is running this western cape mm-hmm. installation of this Weapons of mass distraction, mm-hmm. like they call the water demand management. We call it us as weapon of mass distraction. It's killing our people. As I said earlier, we are sitting in a Muslim radio station. Mm-hmm. And it's embarrassed for city of Cape Town to come and lie here. Because our people, they're out there without water, our Muslim brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. That makes it unconstitutional. Mm-hmm. Point three. Level 6B, tariff increase. You know, it's impossible. I'll, I, I, I'll use myself. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting here with my Sasa card. My water bill is 40,000 Rand. Mm. No swimming pool, no water leak, RDP house, got from city of Cape Town with one entire tap in the house, mm. with two people living in the house. But I'm sitting with a forty million, no, uh, forty thousand rand water bill. Mm-hmm. The billing system sucks. Mm-hmm. I'm not the only one. Mm-hmm. In Western Cape, specifically, there's thousands of people. Mm-hmm. The unequal billing doesn't work for us. Sure. Right. That's Can the we one. Can go on to the fourth point? Right. The mind. fourth point. Council is not there for the people. No public meetings. Mm-hmm. I want the people to go onto Vabranted and Mitchell's Plain Facebook page. Mm-hmm. I put on there today that I'm challenging the councillor, my councillor, he's my councillor, voted into power, mm-hmm. several Aronser, to have a public meeting with the community mm-hmm. and tell the community about the tariff increase mm-hmm. because my house has become like an advice office. And this is what all those councillors out there Mm -hmm. that voted for the tariff increase, they must go out to the community and explain. Mm -hmm. 
the deputy minister need to say it out there because he's taking up the role now sure. to speak on behalf of them. Mm-hmm. And this is not a threat. This is what I'm saying now. This is a community. They are busy boiling. They don't like city of Cape Town. Mm-hmm. We want to work with city, with the city, but the city don't want to work with us. Okay, Loud they and play clear. ball game, right? Fifth point. point before five. we conclude, yeah. Each person are supposed to use fifty liters. Mm-hmm. Where, when you have a three fifty, when you have these plastic water meters, you are entitled for three hundred and fifty liters free per day. Ons is nie parasite nie. Ons wil betaal vir wat ons het. Moe nie so afkijk op ons mense nie. Jy kry een bil mm-hmm. elke maand, maar jy kry 350 liters free per dag. Mm-hmm. Ons wil betaal, maar ons weet nie wat ons betaal nie. Sure. There's pensioners out there that are getting the pension money mm-hmm. that are running to their office to pay. Mm-hmm. Your pension is supposed to be there for you as a pensioner. Mm-hmm. I personally send a video around on Ian Nielsen's I sent to him, I sent to the councillors that's on my Facebook. Go check on my Facebook the, the video I sent. Mm-hmm. Pensioners in Bontyville that came out and protest that are unhappy with this city of Cape Town's building. Mm-hmm. We, as Stafford's Activist Forum, we work with the water crisis forum. Mm-hmm. We're sitting with information of thousands and thousands of people in Western Cape mm-hmm. that are settling. We had meetings with I'd say with this panel mm-hmm. out here. I, uh, and we had a meeting in my house around this, in Tafels of Missiles Village. Try to resolve this. Ian, I'm waiting for you to have a meeting in my house. Vari Dung Brand, brother. Me and your office. We are sick and tired of you Facebook guys. You're as Facebook counselors. You don't work on the ground with our people. Okay, Thank Mr. You. Suleiman. Thanks for that. But uh, as we proceed to our uh, other two panels, we have to head back to the marketplace and uh, we'll give a chance to you to comment and uh, we'll leave the final slot this evening to Mr. Nielsen to respond to some of these uh, particular points. But for now, the marketplace it is. Keep it locked on 91.3 FM. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, respected listeners. You are tuned into 91.3 FM with myself, Mohammed Sheikh, and I think this is a discussion that can be uh, continued with uh, you know lots of input, lots of uh, community participation, as Mr. Stillenboom alluded to earlier on, as well as accountability on the part of the city of Cape Town, and I think I resonate with that quite strongly. But yes, just to welcome our uh, panel this evening, including uh, Mr. Ian Nielsen for availing himself to respond to some of these critical um, you know questions that are lingering on all our minds, as well as, uh, you know, Miss Anne-Marie Smith, Ms. Mr. Shahid Mohammed, Miss Andrew Dixon, and Mr. Suleiman Stellenboom, who have all, you know, availed themselves this evening to talk about something that is quite burning in our community. So, yes, we've had comment from Mr. Shahid, we've had comment from Mr. Stellenboom. Uh, Mr. Ian Nielsen will be responding to, you know, some of these uh, components uh, uh, in our final segment this evening, which is from eight uh, 7.50 onwards, rather. So, let's get some quick comment from, um, you know, Sandra. Um, what's lingering on your mind? Right, what's lingering, I'm going to um, continue where I started right in the beginning of this program. And I'm more concerned about what is going to happen in the future. Mm-hmm. 
I think we, we give enough air to all the current problems that we have. So I'm concerned about how are we going to get the tariffs down mm -hmm. and how are we going to get the restrictions lifted. Sure. So Mr. Nielsen had told us that that is in the hands of central government. So I request Mr. Nielsen to urgently convene that meeting. Um, let the public take us into your confidence mm -hmm. and let the public know we are having this meeting in on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And we know that you're having the meeting and then you also tell us what the outcome is at the end of it. Mm -hmm. So in, in that way, we can then understand, first of all, we see that you are physically doing something. It's not just we're going to have a meeting. Oh, we had a meeting, but it's woolly. It stays woolly. Sure. We'd like you to then come back in the form of a press conference or, or something and that will also put the minister on the spot mm -hmm. to actually listen to the people because what I am really pleading for is participative um, governance sure. to, to allow the people to participate not just at public participation time when you put out a PPP um, we would like to be involved or at least um, aware. Kept in the loop, loop mm -hmm. aware, um, and the, the word transparency came up earlier. Um, in other words, um, work with the people, not against the people. Absolutely, I concur. Then I've got a, one very difficult question for you. Mm -hmm. You repeatedly say that the city does not make a profit on the sale of water. Mm -hmm. Now, I read the Water Systems Act very carefully. And in it, it says that the city should make a minimum of 6% surplus on the sale of water. Mm -hmm. So if that is not a profit, then I don't know what a profit is. But I don't just want to leave it at an accusation because I understand that your budget needs a capital side and an operational expenditure side. Now, the city is going to borrow 14 billion rands for the future plans. Not anymore, thank you very much. Mm -hmm. I'm very much appreciated. Because the city, according to my information on the budget, when we um, went through the budget, is that the city was going to borrow 14 billion. Now, how that works, we as the, the ratepayers or the public repays that. Um, that loan in the form of our tariffs and the city then receives that as revenue on top of it is interest and that interest is then put onto the operational side as part of costs mm -hmm. it's a wonderful as well breakdown, as sure. the capital bit now if the city does not make any profit mm -hmm. you are going to be borrowing us into oblivion mm -hmm. you need to make some sort of now let's call it a surplus so why are you not honest about your attempt to do that? Mm -hmm. um, okay, perfect. Uh, we, we, we hear the question loud and clear. The financial clear. model that you are pursuing at this point is just not working. Okay, uh, loud and clear. We hear you so so well, Ms. Sandra. And uh, I think it's an important uh, aspect related to sustainability. But I get the idea that we're moving away from the trend of just talking about our problems and, you know, uh, towards solutions, towards sustainability, towards what's coming in the future. I mean, you know, day zero, no day zero, as well as how can we combat the current crisis that we are currently living in. Moving
coming over to you, Anne-Marie, and uh, some of the thoughts lingering in your mind. And I remember quite vividly that you talked about adding to these solutions. Help us out a bit. Right. For that, we are going to have to get working counsellors. Mm-hmm. Not just shrugging it off. Not just not answering. Mm-hmm. I'm currently doing a case study where I'm going to take a counsellor on. Mm-hmm. According to the city's rule book. Mm-hmm. The cases are out there. Sure. And with this water crisis that's hit us, people have started educating themselves. Mm-hmm. There's always a rule book which you need to work to. Mm-hmm. If you do not work according to the rule book, you are flouting it. Mm-hmm. And we see it on a daily basis. I feel that the water crisis, from what we can see for now, has been averted, but not the financial crisis. Mm-hmm. And therefore, like everybody else, I urge the city to have a very, very good look mm-hmm. at these increased rates that the people are paying. Sure. We've got a financial crisis. Mm-hmm. The talk about uh, you know aligning a councillor with uh, a particular community uh, member, just uh, you know something that you mentioned earlier on, would you like to touch on that for in the next minute? Um, yes, we would. This is a suggestion. I'm looking at solutions. We've got many problems, so now we need to start in solutions. My suggestion is that for every ward councillor, we need a community leader. Mm-hmm. Then we all need to meet up with city management mm-hmm. and discuss the problems mm-hmm. and to see how we can find solutions for every single problem that we have. Because at the moment, the system is not working. Mm-hmm. A lot of councillors and it's common knowledge of the they're not responding in other words they're not doing their jobs mm-hmm. and people are getting rather restless mm, okay uh, all righty perfect uh, okay there has a comment coming through one two nine seven shake stop cutting the speaker short and voicing your opinion well, unfortunately, if you're sitting in my shoes, you'd see a whole different light of day. So I appreciate your comment, but I'll also have to respond tongue in cheek. But for now, it's the marketplace as we have to head back and then we'll give Mr. Nielsen the final segment to respond to some of the talking points from our panel. Stay tuned to 91.3 FM. Welcome back. 91.3 FM it is. My name is Mohammed Sheikh and it's just gone 54 minutes past the hour of 7 in the PM. Uh, lots to talk about, lots to reflect on and lots of uh, things you know to keep in mind going forward. We've had comments from our panel this evening just to remind ourselves of who's with us in uh, the burning issue this evening. Anne-Marie Smith, coordinator from Save Cape Town, Mr. Shahid Mohammed, a water activist, Sandra Dixon, founder of the Stop uh, City of Cape Town Action Group and Suleiman Stellenboom, Tafelsuch activist forum uh, founder now forgetting our respondee at least for this evening mr ian nelson deputy mayor of the city of cape town so yes yes we've talked through lots of talking points and uh, comments highlighted mr nelson i think the platform is yours in the next final minutes as we round up uh, this program so Sir Mohammed raised some points uh, i mean he said this is privatization exercise there's no privatization exercise the system is controlled and owned by the city uh, Bulk water supplies, the national government, um, you know, the whole system is a government system and nothing of that is changing. Um, we do have now some 
some additional supplies in terms of those uh, those temporary desalination plants mm-hmm. that are private, uh, yes, but you know they supply into the government system, and so as far as the user is concerned, there's 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 uh, no privatisation. Mm-hmm. Um, and in his point he made about the the percentage on devices, well, you know, we we are seeking to improve the percentage all the time. Mm-hmm. We are we have found problems and we fixed them. I mean, there were very little things that sometimes crop up where the fittings uh, standards were from the one to the other were not quite right, and so that had to be fixed. So mm-hmm. we fixed those issues, and so that has improved the the or the failure rate. Mm-hmm. So so so. Um, so therefore, and now the issue for Australia, Australia is a very good example, and, and we've looked very strongly at what's happening there. Yes, there's cities that have made big mistakes there. Melbourne, Sydney built what they what they call drought busters, 400 megalitres a day desalination plants. The minute they'd finished building them, the rains came and they never switched them on. Sure. But there's, there's, there's a place, for example, like, like Perth in Australia, which has handled it differently where they took on desalination at a much uh, much more moderate pace. Mm-hmm. They're the only one whose desalination plant is actually now operating all the time. So we look at these different examples and say, what is the best? Others say we must go and look at the Middle East and, and Israel. Nonsense. Those are the wrong examples for us because they don't have... They don't have the options that we have. They had to go for, for desalination because they didn't have other options. So for us, we have the options of groundwater. We have, you know, reuse. So the point is we, we must find models that suit us mm-hmm. and that are good for us. Sure. So we, we, are, on, we are looking at that all the time and mm-hmm. looking for, for, um, uh, for appropriate understandings. But obviously, in the end, we've got to fit it to our own situation here. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, allocations here, war on the people. Let me say uh, that no decisions been made in the city around prepayment meters for water. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've not done that. Uh, if we were to go that direction, that would have to be an open public discussion. Okay. There would have to be. That's not something that that the council could possibly think it could make that decision behind closed doors and be able to implement it. Mm-hmm. No, we would never be able to implement that with, without first having a proper discussion. And we, at this stage, are not even considering that. Mm-hmm. And the fact is that we do give free allocation of water to people, to poor households, continue to do that. There is no concern at this point of abandoning that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's just a supposition that some people are making that somehow we want to cut that off. Yes, people are entitled to access to the water mm-hmm. and poor people are entitled to a free amount and we are doing that and we're continuing to do that. So, uh, Mr. Stellenbaum raised the issues about implementation of bylaws. Uh, well, yes, well, you know, we when we do look at changing our bylaws, there is a public participation mm-hmm. process. You may not l- like the, the decisions we take in the end. In the end, we listen to the public when we, we make the decision as to, as to how we go, just the way that the National Parliament uh, passes its laws. There's exactly the same uh, uh, opportunities that are in place. Uh, if Mr. Stellenbaum has got a 40,000 rand water bill, well, I would like to see the bill and then we can engage on, on trying to understand why that's the case because, um, you know, that uh, that clearly is is a uh, not the kind of number that, that should be in place. Mm-hmm. Uh, allocations on the billing system. The billing system is, is as good as the numbers you put into it. So if someone reads a meter wrong, 
um, that's going to produce the wrong book. Sure. Mr. So Ian, I'm have, sorry you know, to interject. So, so uh, we, we're really, really strapping in for time. Perhaps maybe the last point to Okay, just say that, that we have less than 1% problems on our billing of over a million accounts every month. Um, so, so um, many people are suffering out there. No. So, I mean, these people these are, are numbers we we can we can justify. With the loss of their property. Mm. Uh, so, Miss, Mrs. Dixon asks, um, you know, how do we get to the tariff and restrictions? So, yes, last week I had a press conference where I actually announced that I'm approaching the minister. I've sent a letter to the minister. Um, today I met with the premier and and the the. MEC for local government, mm -hmm. and we've agreed. The MEC is now going to send a letter to the minister. As he, he's also going to send one and asking for a joint meeting sure. because uh, we, we need to have this debate now around relaxing the water restrictions. And yes, we will put out statements. That's that's the way we do it. On, In terms on, of communication. Of, of what, uh, what happens. So the last point, perhaps to bind the others together, um, the issue about profit on water. Now, again, it does depend on, on use of terms and terminology, whether you're talking about profit or a surplus or whatever. Mm -hmm. The fact is this. Yes, we can make a surplus on, on, on our water bill in one particular year, but that money is not taken away and used for something else. That money goes back into the water kitty for the next year. We put it into what's a, uh, the, the CRR, that's the Capital Replacement Reserve, that's where the surplus goes into and it's used in subsequent years. Mm -hmm. In fact, at this moment in time, uh, water has been subsidized by the rates account because the rates account is currently paying for the interest payments on loans. Um, so that uh, that's just a way we've done to help us get us through this drought. We didn't normally do it that way. Um, but um, that's uh, that's that's currently happening. Um, so I, I uh, the, the, the statement made there was a crisis is over, the immediate crisis is over, but uh, we're not out of the woods yet. We, mm -hmm. um, Absolutely. You know, we, we have to take a long-term view. We must get a sustainable sure. uh, process going forward for water supply. No, and, absolutely. And, and it's not yet a financial crisis. Um, it is we, we are managing at the moment, unfortunately, at the cost of these very high tariffs. Mm. We would like to get back to a situation where there's plenty of water and we can have lower tariffs. Uh, Ideally that's, that's so. That's where we would, I mean, anyone would want to be, but why would we not want to be there? Um, you know, we're only where we are because this is what we have to do right now. Even, how, even if it is making us unpopular, it is what is saving the city from disaster. Okay. Mr. Ian Nielsen, um, sure. Exactly. Gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, I, I have to have to terminate. I'm sitting on the edge past time, actually. My technician is halting, halting through. Give us another half an hour. Well, absolutely beyond my control. But what I, can, what I can promise you is that there will be a sequel secondary to this. And that, okay. that, that part from my side, I will, I will take up and I will discuss with management. Mm -hmm. And we'll have a second program to respond to some some of the other things that we haven't managed to touch and we'll extend the invitation to every single person in this panel but firstly i'd like to say a hearty thank you to all of you shukran so much for coming in and um, you know from my side it's it's been productive i've understood a bit more and if perhaps you guys decide to bring about a referendum i don't mind being referee and mediating right through yeah, that's from my side that's volunteer okay the pensioners are marching on the 28th of july mm -hmm. at 11 o'clock on saturday 
because the pensioners are, are suffering. We need everybody out there in the street. Shukran for that. On that note, on that note. There's a hunger strike that's going out because of the high tariff. Our people are suffering. Mm-hmm. Okay, shukran for that, Mr. Stellenbaum. But on that note, uh, thank you so much to each of you. It's been an absolute pleasure having you guys here. And uh, to all those who have sent messages, WhatsApp messages, SMSs, unfortunately, I'm unable to read so many, probably almost hundreds of them. So um, I apologize in advance. But for now, we have to hand over shukran to, um, to all of you for being in my company. From myself, Muhammad Sheikh, I hope you have a wonderful, beautiful winter ahead and a prosperous summer with water looming in our absolute reserves and not facing a crisis. Take care of yourselves. Have a blessed, blessful, beautiful week ahead. Uh, keep well. Fiyamanillah. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.